Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersusGrowRoom.com. This week's interview is with the High Ladies, who are a couple of ladies, uh, Annie and Amanda, from the High Ladies podcast. You might have already listened to their show before, but if not, go check them out. You can find them on all the same podcast networks that you'll find High on Homegrown. So if you download High on Homegrown from iTunes or Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, any of those major networks, you'll also find their podcast. Just search for High Ladies and you'll find it. So a couple of super cool chicks, man. We had a good couple of hours conversation here just about cannabis in general, what it's like to run a podcast and special guests that we've had on our show. Just a really cool conversation with some new friends that we've made through our podcasting experience so far. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we enjoyed recording it. It was super cool. And don't forget, you can go and check out the High Ladies podcast on all major podcast networks. And you can also find them on Instagram. Just search for High Ladies. And just a quick reminder before we move on is uh, on the 23rd of May, that's this month, the 23rd of May, 2022, we have a special birthday interview with Tommy Chong. He's going to come and join us live the day before his birthday. And we're going to get high with Tommy Chong, the man himself. So you can join us live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash high on homegrown. So head over to the channel if you haven't been over there already. Subscribe, uh, click on the notification bell so you get notified when we have new shows and you'll be able to come and join us for the Tommy Chong session. That'd be super cool. We'll massively appreciate that. But for now, let's get on with this interview. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoy recording it. We'll see you in a bit. So thank you for joining us, Amanda and Annie, from the, from the High Ladies podcast. Thank you for having us. And first and foremost, we so apologize for our mess up. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't mention it because then I don't have to edit it out, you see. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. I know you must be very busy and, you know, doing your thing, living your life. Everybody's busy nowadays. So we do appreciate you taking the time out to come and talk to us about your podcast. My pleasure. Uh, we'll just quickly introduce ourselves so you know who you're talking to as well. I am Mackie from the UK. We have Monkey from Southeast USA. You want to say hi, Monkey? Hey, ladies, Monkey down here along the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, nice, nice. It makes it sound glamorous. Oh, it does. <laughs> it's just hot and wet. It, it ain't fun. <laughs> and then we have Marge, who is a big fan of the show. I am a fan of your show and a fellow Canadian as well. So I'm, hey. I'm super excited to have you guys on today. You're in Ontario as well, Marge, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, just in Peterborough, not far from Toronto. So, yeah. Okay, we're we're in Barrie, so we're we're yeah. almost neighbors, town neighbors. Right? Yeah, you're only. A couple but when hours you say away. things, yeah, that's it. When you say that in Canada, it means a couple of hours away, doesn't it? Two, yeah, three exactly hour drive. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the whole country here in the UK. We're six hours tomorrow to see relatives. So yes, and we're we'll still be in the province. Right. Sweet. So maybe you guys can hook up for a session one day. That'd be cool. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah, Margie's uh, an edibles expert, so she'll get you proper mashed up on some good tasty shit. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you guys been doing your podcast for? So we launched in, was it December of 2020? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yep. To put it in perspective, uh, on Tuesday, we're going to launch it, our 49th show, but technically it's our 50th episode. 
and it will be the beginning of our fourth season. Yeah, cool. That's right. So it's it's been going a lot mm -hmm. longer than we had ever anticipated. Yeah, we know the feeling. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of a lark uh, starting it. Um, it was we just kind of felt like we had we were having these great conversations between ourselves about things that were happening in the cannabis world, and kind of said we should share this with the rest of the world yeah. for anybody who might be interested. Sort of a female centric take on. Mm -hmm. uh, middle age and cannabis <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but definitely most of the shows out there are male orientated don't they yeah focus on a male audience and often from a male perspective mm -hmm. and yeah that is something i do like about your show too it's just that you guys are talking about your own experience out there like checking out dispensaries and all the guests that you have on do you have like a, a what's the theme for the next season do you have a theme for it this one Yes, yeah. we do. Oh, so I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. This one is innovation. Okay. So innovative people, innovative products, um, innovative ideas. So we've got some really great guests lined up yeah. with some top-notch, really cool new innovative cannabis things on the pro on the coming the market, yeah. into the market. Um, do we yeah, get any we'll spoilers on any of that? Oh, cheeky uh, <laughs> much. I know, I know, but you gotta ask. What do we got? What do we got? Um, or something oh, that you're like been, super excited about? We've been very tight. How will we tell them about what we're talking about for our 420 episode? Sure. Our episode on Tuesday, um, our first 420 episode last year, we did the history of 420 which a lot of people don't really know the story. And it's a fantastic story. And that was in the 70s, 1971. So this year for 420, we've gone all the way back to the 30s. And we're talking about Harry Anslinger and the weaponization of the word marijuana, mm -hmm. which is a huge topic to try and handle mm -hmm. in 25 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun with it. And then I've got a question as, there. Yeah. Wait a minute. I've got to ask, though. Have you found that bat weed? Mm. You know, he said he 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 smoked one hit and flew around the room, turned into a bat. Have you found that bat weed? <laughs> I'm waiting to find it. I will continue smoking all of the weed until I find that one. Yeah, yeah. the one that makes the jazz the jazz musicians crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Will you find it? Please call. Yeah, Monkey's been on the search for that for a long time. Damn right. I, I want to fly. I, I will join you on your mission to locate it. Thank you. So you started, I suppose, in similar circumstances as we did, because we started in, was it early 2020? Because we was all stuck in the house because of lockdowns and things. Because you, you know why? We don't need to say the word. You know, <laughs> everybody was stuck at home and not going out and stuff. And we all just decided amongst ourselves, like, we should just do a podcast. That would be fun. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're really excited about how our conversation has resonated with people. Um, we were shocked and you know so excited to see that there was a need for the conversation. Mm -hmm. And and like you just said, we were stuck at home. We we're stuck homeschooling our children, the most awful waterboarding torture. <laughs> <laughs> My I can't even imagine. Oh <laughs> Lord. Well, you, you at the beginning of lockdown, you had an eight-year-old and a six-year-old yes and no. i had a six-year-old and a four a three-year-old this Ooh. sounds worse as it's just the, as you carry so on you like, no yeah. please <laughs> you got a nine-year-old and a five-year-old now it's like why god yeah 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 it was it, it was an experience um that i'm not but never repeat. never gonna repeat it um <laughs> it's one of those you know 
I tried it, <laughs> figured out I'm no good at it, and yeah. we'll move on and take that as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. This oh, is when yeah. you realize teachers need to be paid a lot more. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, through all of the homeschooling, having this podcast really sort of gave me something to look forward to. I was like, okay. At the end of the day, I'm going to smoke my joint, update the Instagram, start doing some research. And it sort of gave me a purpose outside of being a mom, being a caregiver, being a wife, being a, you know, all of those traditional female mm-hmm. rolling things, you know? Something for ourselves. And I, I felt, and I think a lot of women feel, you have your children, you give everything over to them. Then they get to a certain point where you don't need to do that. And you have to sort of reclaim yourself and find things for yourself. And Mm -hmm. Amanda and I were seeing, meeting all these women in our community that were in the closet that were excited to find other people who use cannabis in a mature and, and conscious way. That's right. And we're hoping to just sort of break that stigma that you know people who consume cannabis are lazy couch bound we're one of the most productive society like i mean yeah yeah everybody's always like oh why are you always so happy annie i'm like i fucking <laughs> don't exactly <laughs> oh, I love it. absolutely yeah yeah, no. that's so true. <laughs> yeah. So did you guys know each other before the podcast? I assume that you did. And you, as friends, you decided to do this. What's the story? Oh, a little bit, only a little bit. We, we knew were... each other tertiarily. We yeah. knew each other from the schoolyard, from yeah. parent council, but we weren't buddy buddy. No. Cool, from parent council, onto making the <laughs> yeah. Stoners podcast. Sweet. <laughs> so when did you find out that the both of you smoked? Or did you know that before you started the show? I mean, you probably knew that before, before you started the show, before obviously. Before we started but... the podcast, yes. But we didn't know when we first started, I guess, yeah. associating together. And I think it was we were counting um, pizza money one Friday morning. And we're just counting all these tunies. And I think I made an offhanded comment of like, oh, man, I can't wait to have smoke a joint when I get out of here. And, and I said something like, you mean you're not stoned? <laughs> <laughs> dollars and toonies right now. <laughs> if you're going to count $600 in toonies on a Friday morning, like, come yeah. on, you don't have your toonie counting cannabis? Yeah. <laughs> but it, I think what cemented it for us hot was, was hot dogs. Yeah, it was the, the hot dog moment. I love it. So, you both had the same word, hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were cooking... 600 hot dogs for the school for every kid in the school everybody was getting hot dogs for lunch so i think we started at like 10 30 in the morning started cooking and getting imagine the smell yeah just just oh my god God, (laughs) exactly what you think it smelled like is what it smelled like i can't get that up my nose now i cannot do that (laughs) Six, <laughs> I think it was six moms in this tiny little kitchen working away. We yeah. all had our roles. And and I had just applied to be in the cannabis industry as a bud tender. And I think Annie kind of said to me offhanded, like, oh, did you get that job? And I kind of went, yeah, I did. I'm, I'm really excited. And then another mother popped in and was like, oh, that's fabulous. You got a new job. Where? And I kind of took a deep breath and just said, it's at the the cannabis store that just opened up, uh, you know, down the road, it's, it's called one plant. And they said, and 
the room exploded with people like, oh my goodness, that's so fabulous. I smoke weed. I smoke weed. No way. One mom mom told us that she spent the morning making butter before she had come. Another mom (laughs) was on her way to go make tinctures. It turned out that every mom in the room consumed or used cannabis in some way and none of us knew and that's wow. when amanda and I looked at each other and went this is fucked yeah yeah like, this is crazy mm. they say 65 percent of of the population is in favor of weed but you're telling me 100 percent smoked it <laughs> or used it in some form yeah yeah and oh, these are nice. these were all parent council moms these were all people who made the decisions on how our school runs and the focuses that are, you know, that took the time to come in and cook hundreds of hot dogs. So we're, wow. we like to think of other, you know, highly functioning people. We're mm-hmm. managing our time. Um, not all the women were smoking cannabis, but they were all using it. So yeah. some are so, using it topically, some are edibles. The one woman was using it in tinctures, yep. uh, but we were all using it in some way or so, another to enhance our lives and be better yeah. mothers and partners and you know that's really what it can do mm-hmm. used intentionally that's right i love, and I love that better yeah, mother- awesome. yes, yes mm-hmm. definitely you know yeah and that, that idea of using with intention is something that we come back to on the podcast all the time um that there has to be some intention behind what you're doing whether it's you're trying to achieve a particular result you're just looking to relax uh you know all of those different reasons mm-hmm. you might consume or use cannabis uh-huh. Um, and another sort of theme that we often come to yeah, um, is safety and being respectful and safe. Yeah. So lock your cannabis up. Uh, it, when, when we hear reports of children eating cannabis, it's never a child's fault. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an adult who isn't being yeah. responsible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you have roommates and your cannabis goes missing, that's because you didn't store it properly. That's right. your, your fault, not theirs. Um, well, maybe a little bit their fault, but because you're feeding. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from uh, in Full Metal Jackets, you know, where Governor Pyle leaves his footlocker open. So, yeah, it's people yeah. like you, the reason we got feeds in this world, Governor Pyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing that we focus on a lot is language around cannabis. Um, we feel to break the stigma and to to bring respect to the plant and to have it treated with the respect it deserves, mm, yes. we need to use the language that supports that. Example? Which is why we talked about the, the history of the word marijuana on the show wow. coming up on Tuesday, because people use that word interchangeably with cannabis, but it's not an interchangeable word because of the, the negative, deeply impactful, horrible history. Mm-hmm. It's a government weaponized word yep so we try our best and you we see it through our four seasons or three seasons we've done it's at the beginning we were using you know we dope no marijuana all interchangeably but the more and more we realized that what we were trying to do if we're going to heighten this and we're going to be respected as cannabis users as a community then we need to to use the language that is respectful right it's the same. Agree same, more. Yeah, it's the same for the kind of thing that we've gone through as well. We try to not use the word marijuana, but it does come up sometimes when you're reading news stories and things like that. But another thing which we we started when we when we first started out, we'd use the term black market. But now we use legacy market or 
Mm-hmm. Us two? Yes. There you go. Yes, exactly. This no, yeah, we nice. were, uh, black market again. There's mm-hmm. so like it's an easy word because we've used it so often, but mm-hmm. then you start to think about where does that word come from? Yeah, yeah, the negative connotations <laughs> of it. Yeah. Right. Connotation denotation. Something that is perhaps on the legacy market isn't necessarily illegal, right? Like if I grow mm-hmm. my own cannabis and gift it to you, I would call that legacy cannabis, but it's not illegal. Tax-free and cannabis. Well, <laughs> well, <right. laughs> to growers, gifting is is sacred. We we have to be able to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's That's no right. other way. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, I kind of still group that in together. Like if I'm if I'm home growing, I consider myself part of the legacy market. So do you home grow? Do you both home grow? Yep. Yep. Sweet. I've home grown for about 10 years. Sweet. Okay. Nice. So pre nice. pre-legalization. I come from a family that was very pro-cannabis, so it was never an issue. I remember the first time I grew, I actually had a house in quite downtown Toronto and a girlfriend of mine came over it was early October I was getting ready I you know, always try and get as much time it's a short growing season here yes. she marches up to my front door and says you gotta cut that fucking plant down I can smell it from the street <laughs> um, I'm like you see the neighborhood it could be any one of us Are you ready and exactly. I used to do the thing where you hook it along the ground hmm. yep so it would grow horizontally right oh yeah so, like in low stress training yeah 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 that was you know a decade ago Cool. Yeah, nice. So you were growing outdoors then? Yeah, yes. Right. That's how you started. Yeah. I mean, you have grown indoors. I have grown indoors. I I don't find that I'm manic enough and on it enough to be a successful indoor grower. Hmm. And that might go back to when I was indoor growing. I had babies. All right. And the two are very hard to. I mean, keeping both alive was. Choose the babies, please. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. don't do so any I'm... indoor growing right now? Because you guys meet like in the hot box, right? We turn my that... grow room into yeah. the studio. So no, right. no, I do have an indoor garden in my laundry room with tomatoes up to the ceiling. I've got about 30 cannabis plants started in my, like I've got seedlings in every corner of my house. Um, so I am getting prepared for the outdoor grow. Um, but no, we, I, I, the podcast means so much to us that I was happy <laughs> to give over the grow room. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've upgraded our studio as of late. Um, we used to, when we, our first season, I guess we were recording sitting on cushions on the floor. It's it's a cold cellar. It's an insulated cold cellar yeah. under my front porch. So it's like mm-hmm. it's not hot. It's like ten thousand degrees <laughs> below zero. Yep. <laughs> Until I heat it, and yeah. then I get it all hot with my little heater, and we would sit on <laughs> on, on, on pillows. Then we got chairs. Then we got chairs, and then we got a shelf. And then we got to put our upgrading episode by episode. This is like thrift store upgrades here, you know, one, one thing at a time. Yeah, you got it. And my husband's go. a musician, so he has all the, the technical know-how to, he produced our intro and extra music, which yep. we love. He produces all the, the episodes. We don't do any editing, really. Nope. Um, uh, and so he's been able to keep upgrading. And now that we can do interviews, that's so exciting. Because I don't know about you guys, but when it was just us talking all the time, it was hard. 
and mm-hmm. I can't be an expert on everything. So mm-hmm. it's so great to have people who know what they're talking about, whatever right. their thing is, to right? share that. And then to direct their conversation and their thoughts into an episode like that. Our, our interviewing skills are definitely improving. Yes. Yeah. We have no training in any of this shit. No. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. I mean, you're so yeah. similar to our show. We started around the same time and, you know, just winging it as you go along and people have enjoyed the show that enjoyed listening to it downloaded it and keep yeah. going back every week to listen again it's like yeah. it, 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 we're very privileged to be able to do what we do yeah and we don't interview so. we, we only want a conversation we don't really want an interview you know mm-hmm. we want to know who you are That's yeah it. exactly there exactly. it is and because of the format it can be more casual mm-hmm. which i think puts people at ease to to really tell their truths yeah yeah uh, we've had uh, Lizzie Post before. She's an, uh, an author, and she came up to the podcast, and she didn't know about she was she was allowed to smoke, and she sat there for like half an hour just talking, and then then she uh, said, "You mind if I smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, carry uh, on. We, we all smoke." And, and we've been doing was, it for the last half hour. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> we, you, you haven't been smoking. <laughs> you know, we always like to have a nice, relaxed kind of format. It's, it's just, and we can be cannabis users. I think it's part of the the. Uh, another circumstances in it yeah yeah so now that you guys have like you know you've known each other for a couple years now at least doing the show you probably obviously become very good friends because you could definitely see the rapport on your show while you're doing it which is really nice but do you find like the women that you met at that hot dog cook-off have become more open about talking about cannabis around you and like other women are more open about it because yeah, you're kind of talking you about breaking stigma. In the gro- you had an experience in the grocery store today. I was at Walmart today oh, Walmart. and I thought, you know, I haven't been wearing a mask, but I'm going to be in Walmart. I'm going to wear my high ladies mask. And I was in line Sweet. and a woman turned to me and she starts pointing at my face. And I was like, I love that <laughs> podcast. It's such a great podcast. Do you listen? And I was like, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. amazing. That, that must have been so, so cool. Amazing. Um, yeah. Unfucking real, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've had so many people reach out to us just like through social media and within our community. Not just women, a lot of men. We have a, a huge male following and listenership, which is surprising. But people I would never expect stopping me and being like, "Hey, I heard about your podcast. I consume as well." And it's never the people you think which is why we were yeah. doing this when people would find out i use cannabis and i think amanda had the same, the same thing. thing you use mm-hmm. cannabis you don't look like you use cannabis i'm like what yeah. what, what does that look like yeah. do i need a face tattoo right like, what am I <laughs> okay so you said one thing and i need to ask this question really you said you have a few male um listeners why does that surprise you well i think it was just like now we're on, I, I'm less surprised by it now, but uh-huh. in the beginning it was like, oh, we never imagined men wanting to listen to our podcast. Hey, mm-hmm. we're people too. It told us. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're ignorant people. That's the problem. <laughs> but I think it's the men seem to like it for the same reason the women do is that they're listening to a frank conversation and maybe, you know, the, it, it's just, op- it's eye opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes yes definitely and we try and connect our listeners with the people who if we have a guest on we want them to connect and sort of encourage our listeners and our instagram following to really interact with people 
that we have on the show because we sort of choose people who want to be active with listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. So what kind of guests have you had on your show? Oh, we oh, had so many. We had Steve from the Grow Store. We've had Kelly Addison from Kelly Screen Lounge. She's a reverend of cannabis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jack Kungle, who has helped people all over the world uh, use cannabis to um, combat cancer. Yep. He's a fabulous character. You guys check out Jack Kungle. Uh, Jack's Garage on YouTube is yep. a documentary about him. Really, what a character. I hope mm-hmm. I see him this weekend, actually. Nice. Um, we've had a lot of interviews. I, I'm. Uh, we had... We had a, a psychologist, um, Joanne Duggan. She came on to, at the very beginning of season three, talk about emotional intelligence, just how to handle life right now and how to talk yourself off a ledge mm-hmm. anywhere you are at any time. Because we were talking a lot about health last season. Yep. And we um, were dealing with some sort of yeah. big topics. Yeah. We talked a lot. George Ameri- American. Oh, Americanovich. I can never say her last name. <laughs> Her, um, she's in California and her husband was diagnosed with uh, a very nasty brain cancer that doesn't have a good survival rate yeah. and mm. they've used cannabis and taken his six-week diagnosis into about a year and a half now yeah wow. and he's doing great um, so we love individual stories as well people mm-hmm. the the way I think we think to build a community and to break down a stigma is if we all share stories yeah. We've all been through it, right? Like we've all been too high at a party. We have all, mm-hmm. you know, found ourselves somewhere we shouldn't be or yeah. in the middle of a situation that we kind of go, how do we get here and how do I get out of it? Um, so by sharing those stories, we sort of reconnect people to the fact that like you truly are not alone. Mm-hmm. Like, right. mm. I, I have, I've been there too. And we can all suffer together. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we, got, we did a, a bud tender stories. We asked bud tenders to tell us stories. We got so many amazing stories that we have several episodes lined up just of their stories. And they, it was interesting how they fell into categories. Yeah. But before we go on and digress, there was one guy that we're actually going to have back on this. Here's a, a spoiler alert. Uh-oh. We had Who's coming Jesse Lavoie. Oh yeah. From yes. Toba Growing. Yeah. Is he, is he Jesse, Jesse Lavoie. I call him Jesse yeah. Lavoie. I'm an ignorant Lavoie, Englishman. Sorry, I don't know Lavoie. how to pronounce these names properly. You, you might be right. I don't know. It, you, well, he yeah, never corrected us either. Lavoie, I'm yeah. pronouncing it wrong. Um, he's too polite to correct us. That's because he's Canadian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Canadian oh. standoff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's going into court in the next few weeks, and the government's really fucking around with him and holding his pre-rolls mm-hmm. hostage, uh, which I find disgusting yep. and just so rude. So we did an episode with him about the pre-rolls and what he is doing and the giving back that he is doing within his community. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have him back towards the end of season four to sort of wrap up and see how things have gone with the court case. If the government stops smoking his pre-rolls and passes right. it fucking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, yeah. I'm, it, it, it gets me heated. It gets me heated. It, it burns me at my deepest level. Yeah. Like if we were making this legal if we you know if we as a nation decided we were going to legalize this why are we putting up so much red tape mm-hmm. like yeah I, I understand it's a money making thing i know how much money the government the ontario government has made just on licensing the cash cow it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cash like yeah. I, but it's just so frustrating it is funny. Like, you know, well the pop brothers kind of said it well 
it's never going to be legal. It'll always be decriminalized and highly regulated. Mm-hmm. Highly. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. It is a good way. It's a shame. I mean, it's worse here in the UK, of course, because we still are illegal for recreational use, and it's very difficult to get on uh, for medical use as well. There's some ladies over here in the UK who have children who have epilepsy and autism. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they use cannabis to treat the epilepsy and they have to pay a ridiculous amount of money for it on from the NHS, There's some thousands every month to try and keep their kids, you know, healthy. And it does actually work and change the quality of their lives, but they still have to pay a ridiculous amount of money for it. And like have to argue for it in some cases to try and prove that their kids need it. Yeah. And those are the people that have the the resources to advocate for it and mm-hmm. to pay for it. What about the the much larger portion of, of the population that don't have that? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, it, it's it's tragic. It's really tragic. It is, yeah. it is. And the UK yeah. is terribly behind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. That's sorry. Shitty. Sorry. That's just the way it is. It, you know, we just speak to a lot of Canadians, man, and it's, it's devastating yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it hurts so much. <laughs> Well, uh, you, you got some hash there? Where'd you get that? I went down the road, picked it up. It's about 20 bucks. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In uh, Barrie, we have four liquor stores and 30 dispensaries. Whoa. Damn. Yeah, that sounds like my town, too. Pretty mm, much. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. Handful of liquor stores and a ridiculous every corner, number of shops. Every, yeah. every corner has now, sort of yeah. in the Ontario market, we kind of say that as that you need one store for every 20,000 people in your population. Right. So, you know, we should have 10. We're in a city of about 200,000. We should have 10. So that means that 20 of them are not going to survive. Mm-hmm. But the government right. is making their money, <clears throat> excuse me, off the licensing, the yeah. very long licensing process where the government is just taking money taking money taking money yep uh so you know it's it's going to even out yeah and there's going to be a lot of money lost i've seen canvas stores that were about to open and just never opened yep because it but when they opened there were six in the street yeah um Mm -hmm. i'm working for a for an lp just as like a sales person uh for one of the local lps and uh I have watched in the last two weeks, I have watched four stores close. Wow. So they're starting to close now. Because I don't think any in my town have started to close yet. But like you, I think we have, you know, capacity about five stores, but we have more like, we're going to have probably 20 if they all open up by the end of this year, maybe more. Who knows? There's always more coming out, but. Yep. There, There are applications in our city that for stores that will be put underneath of a like a condominium building and the condominium is like five years out from being built so so they're already starting to pay these licensing fees expecting that it will do so well and they're going to be terribly disappointed Mm -hmm. in two years right like yeah when a daycare center moves into that same complex and they can't move in exactly Mm. right right Right? because that will always trump your right. cannabis store right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. schools daycare that kind of stuff yeah, yeah for schools, sure daycare but it's but it's actually weird because i was at one store the other day that is two doors down from a ymca education center and i was like this is like a daycare center and i was like this is weird i didn't know it's got something to do with the way that the applications go through oh. mm-hmm. yeah it's not so. not a youth organization it's it's a you know people it's not exactly. strictly kids right mm. yeah yeah 
Yep. So, and those stores are taken, you know, taken the government when they initially kiboshed their application. They're like, no, 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 it's not a just a daycare. It does other things. There you go. Amanda, I mean, Annie said that she used to grow and she doesn't anymore. Do you grow yourself? Do you do some home growing? I do do some home growing. I just since I've met Annie, really. So this is I'm going into my third, third, third year, third year, I third, think so. third or fourth. Yeah, third. Year. Such a bad influence, Annie. <laughs> I am. I, I, I'm, I'm terrible. I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, I started my seeds um, under grow lights in the house, uh-huh. and then. I will get them to a point and take them outside once nice. the weather once the weather figures itself out. Mm-hmm. So here in Canada, I'm sure you know, <clears throat> there's a law that we can have four plants per uh, household, per property. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Jesse is fighting about in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. But there's a trick there. I own a house. My father owns a house. <laughs> we uh-huh. have a cottage. So ah. legally, I can grow 12 plants. Right. No, you can grow four, and then you can help other people grow four. Exactly. Oh, you know what? <laughs> and, and even interesting things like we, we did an episode on how we can move this cannabis from your cottage home to Barry. So you're up in the Muskoka area. How do we get it down? We ended up calling the Barry police. And having a conversation about so the rule says that if I chop down my plant, it now is considered to be cultivated, and I can only have I think it's seven grams of wet cannabis for every one gram of dry cannabis. Whoa! Wow. So then, no, well, it works it to be seven, 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 fourteen. It was like two hundred grams you're allowed to have a wet cannabis. Yeah. Ooh, and I'm like, no, my plant's that. 12 feet tall. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so going back and forth, back and forth with this police officer, we kind of got to a point where it was like, all right, well, if I leave, if I just dig the plant out of the ground, I leave the root structure and the dirt on it, put it in a plastic bag. Can I put that in the back of my car and drive home? Still a plant, so it's no problem. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, a loophole. I love that. <laughs> is I think what Monkey was alluding to is something that I am huge about is being a pot fairy. Yes. So as somebody <laughs> who who has a lot of cannabis and has access to a lot of cannabis, I give it away all the time. I think sharing is caring. Yep. I love to hear what people's experience are when I grow cannabis, how how they're liking it. Um, and I find that the more you give out, the more you pot fairy, the more the pot fairy treats you kindly. <laughs> and there's been days where I've woken up and there's been a little jar of cannabis in my porch from a listener, a friend, somebody I'd helped out at some point. And I love that. So, That's yeah, I cool, mean, man. you can't keep it for too long. So share the love. That's what the whole right? community is mm-hmm. about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I grow floor plants out of my dad's too every summer as well. So <laughs> just so I can increase my own capacity. And that's kind of interesting because my dad is in his 90s now. And when I was a teenager, uh, weed smoking was not considered what you do. And But once it turned legal, he's just like, well, it's legal now. Because that's what a lot of seniors tend to think these days. They're like, no, yeah. if it's legal, then what's the problem? I still can't get him to smoke a joint with me, but you know. Growing four plants in his house is a step forward. It is hard to get somebody who has never smoked anything before to go back, like 
like smoke. into smoking, right? Um, or if they used to smoke cigarettes, it's triggering. It's triggering to mm. smoke. Yes. Word, and he did right? use to smoke cigarettes too, yeah. Right. So yeah. like consuming in a different way. Like my mom is so anti drugs and cannabis and mm-hmm. everything. She was she was vocal and she did not hold back when I decided to enter into cannabis of what a terrible decision she thought I was making. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to the devil. Yeah. <laughs> My mom is a competitive horseback rider. She's in her mid sixties and travels all over competitively horseback riding. And she doesn't have movement of her leg the way that she would have in her twenties and thirties. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just gave her a bottle of CBD cream. And I just left it with her. And I just said, this, you might want to try this. Six months go by. She had never said anything about it. Almost a year goes by and she calls me and says, I tried that cream. I woke up this morning and I have almost full range of motion in my leg. Which I haven't had since my 30s. So she waited a year before she tried it. Yep. (laughs) But she did. But she did. She was yeah. pain enough one day that she, you'll try anything. But yeah, that's, your, that your, is it. If, if you're trying to introduce somebody of a certain age who hasn't, isn't a smoker and hasn't consumed, then you've got edibles, you've got the drinks, you've got uh, the powders you can put into your coffee or tea. There's so many options now, Yeah, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. And my dad my does husband. take CBD oil. So, you know, he, is, you he has tried that kind of thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My and husband, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> My husband's a non-smoker. He, he, he doesn't do well smoking. Um, but I have a certain oatmeal cookie recipe that he relies on to sleep. And I make these in a batch of 96. I send them to all sorts of people that I know that get caught in the mail. He gets his. Um, and so without those, my husband, like when before that, he was awful because he was never sleeping. And now he takes a little nibble off his cookie and he's good to go. And so he's using it with intent. And he's not smoking. So, I mean, that's the versatility of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And the more we can study it, the more we can understand it, uh, the more we can use it for, you know, your mother's knee, my husband's insomnia. I have stomach issues. I really help find it helps me with nausea. Mm-hmm. Um, and if fucking Harry Anslinger hadn't done his bullshit. Oh, we would be be, be 100 years ahead because pre that, you know, pre 1930 in the States, cannabis was used in all sorts of medicine, all the childbirth, glaucoma. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes back thousands of years, as we all know, but we were deprived of 100 100 years of research. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the the research that matters, right? Because it it, it gives the, the credibility and it gives the, you know, it gives it some clout. What university right. was that out west that's studying uh, for the NFL gave a Canadian university a grant to study brain injury and the how cannabis can help with brain injury trauma. And mm-hmm. it's the NFL and there it's a Canadian university. I, I, I want to say Lethbridge, but that's a different cannabis study yes. somewhere out there. And it's interesting because they have to give it to a Canadian university because again, the U.S. isn't it's not federally legal, so they mm-hmm. can't they can't study it federally. Federally, and they're not growing it with the love that a grower right would grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Homegrown is the best because it's it's grown with love when it's homegrown. Exactly, exactly. And I've had a hard time moving from the legacy market into 
the government run market because mm -hmm. I, I kind of, I love, I'm a joint roller. I love the act of rolling a joint. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. the, all of it. I, I mean, that's my thing, but I also, you know, when I'm smoking a cannabis that's grown by a friend, I think about that person and I know about, you know, everything behind it. And it means so much more, it's yep. so much more well-rounded. If that makes sense, it hundred percent. It, it that resonates with me a lot. Um, you can Us you too. can feel the love in the yeah. butt, you know. Yeah. Like you can you you know that this was gifted to you with pride, and you know there's like a an excitement when you get to it's gift like somebody your, knitting you a sweater. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably as much work that too. Time for me, so I can feel warm, right? <laughs> So do you have like a favorite way to consume then? I'm a, a joint consumer. Yeah. I'm a awesome joint roller. When I was <laughs> in high school, my trick was I'd go to parties with dudes and be like, let's have a joint rolling competition. And if I can roll a better joint than you quicker, then I get your joint. Ooh. Oh, nice. <laughs> Genius. I like that. <laughs> I'm 110 pounds dripping wet. Nobody ever saw me coming. Maybe I sure will, little lady. I'll take you on a <laughs> filter in the whole nine yards. Never lost. Yeah. So I, I do like the 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 act of uh, the again being conscious of it of of rolling a joint. Mm. I have taken to vaping. Yes. Yeah, this I is what I'm doing right now. Me too. Yeah, yeah. me too. I yeah. used to be a heavy cannabis smoker I used to smoke like an ounce a week more than yeah. it was a ridiculous amount of week but uh, over christmas time just just gone i uh i quit smoking for a while because i didn't want to smoke tobacco we smoked tobacco in our joints over here in the uk then i just I wanted to style. yeah 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 i really this stuff yeah so i wanted to cut it. that out of the diet you know <laughs> yeah. and so i took a month off smoking altogether and the missus got me a mighty for for christmas and i haven't nice. smoked since it's been like that fucking it was the second of december was the last time i smoked nice oh wow congratulations i don't find the high from a vape as full-bodied and long-lasting and well-rounded right personally but it just tastes so much better i don't know about that though wait a minute i i yeah i think i'm with monkey on this one um i very much enjoy the flower exactly mm. yeah, yeah. 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 I want all those terpenes. I want yes. all those flavors. The taste. I, yeah. yeah. The vape gets you through a hot moment, but it's all about the. Yeah, I have a I have a very specific vape. Um, I call it my mother in law weed. Ooh. And <laughs> <laughs> that day, <laughs> it, it, it is a beautiful, bright lemon haze. But mm -hmm, um, mm. when I have to see her, that's what I'm consuming because it makes all of her nonsense just like bounce <laughs> off of me. And I can put on like a very fake smile and be like, oh, yeah. girl, we need to party. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, that's another thing that we talk about a lot on the podcast and sort of in life is like, there are different cannabises for different purposes. Mm -hmm. So Annie and I both have a, what we call a Lego weed. So when our kids want to play Lego, <laughs> I hate Lego. Or Barbie or any of that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's the game it, of it life. Becomes, yeah. It and your Lego weed is different than mine. Yeah. And everybody would be different. But it's a very particular cultivar, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, but Matthew was asking when you didn't get to answer, you consume differently than me. 
so yeah, I, I consume joints and then I also consume, and I would say the majority of my consumption is done this way. It's uh, you rolled English style and I rolled Trini style. So I roll on the end of my cigarette. Okay. So I'm not familiar it, with that. It's pretty yeah, cool. It, it, um, so it come, my husband is from Trinidad. Um, I had a lot of Trini friends in college and it was a way that we could smoke. And because it's so illegal in the Caribbean, like really dangerous and illegal in, mm-hmm. in the Caribbean, um, you have to have a way to smoke and get rid of the evidence really, really quickly. So if it's on the end of a cigarette and you're passing a police officer, they might look at you and see that you're smoking a cigarette mm. and leave you alone. The secret agent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then in when I was in college, I would smoke like that a lot because I would smoke during class and between classes. So if I just if I had a cigarette and just a little nub on the end, like a little two, three, four toker <laughs> nice. on the end of it, then it was like I could go back to class and you would kind of smell the pot, but you would mostly smell the tobacco. I went to art school. It just smelled like a mud. Yeah, I went to <laughs> Yeah, I went to business school and it was not the same vibe. Let's mm. just say that. I was definitely that student. Mm. But you like to drink cannabis? You love cannabis drinks? I do. Um, so I got I'm drinking a lot more cannabis these days. Most and really and truly it came out of peer pressure because Ooh. driveway beers are a huge thing here in Canada. Like all summer, every oh, night. Winter. My oh, winter. It's, it's so true. <laughs> it's cold on. You'll be fine. Yeah, we're all allowed <laughs> on the driveway drinking. And I used to get made fun of, really, because I don't drink any alcohol. Mm. I am not a nice alcohol consumer. Uh-huh. So I just avoid it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they would make fun of me. I would smoke a joint and nobody would have any issue with it. And then maybe an hour, half hour later, I'd light up a second joint and I might get the side eye. And by the time you light your third joint, people are commenting on how how much you smoke. And they're they're a little bit more drunk too, so they're... Yeah, and you're on the 10th beer. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just watched you knock back a a dozen beers and I would never say that to somebody. You know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I noticed you drink a lot. I noticed you don't mind your business. Exactly, (laughs) So out of that, I started bringing home cannabis beverages so that I could smoke my joint and then have something to hold. That was sort of maintaining mm. the high uh-huh. and I could stretch it out a little bit more. But yeah, like the cannabis drinks really came out of peer pressure. And now, now I drink them because I enjoy them. Sweet. So what yeah, kind of drinks though. are we talking? Like Do you buy them? Do you make them yourself? Uh, I am not talented in the uh, the food or beverage making department, so I. Oh, I Marge! You got to listen to Marge's podcast. That will sort you out. Oh yeah! yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, Marge. bite me, bite me. The show about edibles is my other podcast that I do. So it's basically about making edibles. I have done quite a few drinks, but I do like buying the ones from the legal market too. I picked up some today, actually. Those Keith drinks, those yeah. sodas. Sweet. So yeah, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're they're really tasty. They're full of sugar, yep. um, and but it's nice to be able to like have a really sugary drink that's not going to have a hangover associated with it, uh-huh. right? Right, and that's nice. It's just like a sugar high, and then off to town, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Um, I also like the dependability of the drinks. Like, 
beverages typically have an onset of about 15 to 30 minutes. And I like knowing, like, I'm going to drink this now. And in 30 minutes, I'm going to feel something. Mm. It just makes, and I, maybe it's just like, as I get older, like I know I don't take very many pharmaceutical drugs, like really at all. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I take an extra strength Tylenol in about 20 or 30 minutes, I'm going to start to feel, you know, my headache go away a little bit mm-hmm. or my muscles start to relax. And there's a dependability. And I feel like older adults like that dependability. Yeah. And yeah, I do. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cannabis drinks don't seem to last, like the high doesn't last as long either. So it's, right. you know, sometimes that's nice, a nice feature because you don't always want to be high for six hours. If you've eaten like a cookie or something like that. Yeah. 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 So true. Never never had a cannabis drink. It's always been, you know, smoke and some edibles and now a vape, of course. Yeah. No, now you're going to have to come to Canada so that we can. There we go. You can get road trip. Road Road trip. trip. Sounds like a plan to me. (laughs) 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 It just was one of them James Bond cars, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say as well, because I used to love rolling joints. I like, I craft a very nice joint. Stick them. If you think about all the years you've been smoking, how many joints you smoked per day, how many joints have you rolled? It's a, it's crazy, stupid amount of joints. But luckily yeah, for me, my wife still smokes. So I get to roll her joints. So I'm still rolling a few joints every day. I don't miss that kind of thing because I'm vaping yeah. now instead. It is meditative. It is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is something. It's it's like a. You spent a long time honing that craft, you know, and it, to waste that talent, <laughs> to no, never do it again. It. It's like, what? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I enjoy this shit. Yeah, I look forward to the first time that I catch my children, like trying to hide their smoking weed. And I can just like, <laughs> walk up behind them and just like. watch how it's done watch and learn kids Uh, imagine that one day yeah Yeah. you catch your kids smoking and you you take the weed out taking that from you you can't be getting this shit and then you roll it up and just as much shit you should have smoked weed i caught my mom smoking and i was like that's how you roll a joint mom like here let me take care of you (laughs) (laughs) as guys like i'm like i will smoke with you but I will never smoke a joint that you roll. Like, how can you be a grown adult that lived through the 60s and roll this pregnant canoe shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very good at the pregnant canoe shit, to be 100% honest. <laughs> it I, all I gets actually, you high, doesn't it work? Yeah. It does. Well, I got myself a little rolling machine because I'm not a very good roller because when I was in high school, it was like all bottle tokes that had yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I've probably lost that skill too, so it's really sad. Yeah. Hot knives. Hot knives. Hot knives, knives and bottle yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Flashback yeah. of Trailer Park Boys. I mean, my gosh, get some hot knives out. <laughs> I lived yeah. with a guy for a while, and we didn't have one knife in the house that didn't have a black tip. Oh my god! Can we keep one nice knife? Just one nice Just knife one. for our guest. Can I <laughs> right. have the nice knife? The <laughs> nice yes, knife. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spreading butter with a black tip knife. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you find that your kids are asking any questions at all? Like just because they're starting to get a little bit older and not necessarily because they've, you know, seen you guys doing anything, but just because well, it's out that's there. a fabulous question because we have very different approaches to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very open. 
I'm very open. I have been since they were little. I I grow tomatoes. I grow cannabis, and I all like from when they were knee high. Very open with them, mm-hmm. which it makes them not even want to ask questions. They know about the podcast. Mm-hmm. They know what cannabis is. It's an adult thing, like alcohol that we use to be nicer people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically <laughs> like I, my son is ten. So he's very aware, but because it hasn't been something that has been hidden or I, very open about this, it's a non, it's a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will get to the point where they have real questions. But I think that if I can keep that line of conversation open, when they get to the point where they want to to try different things, that they'll be more likely to come to me. And I, I hope so, because I didn't have even though my parents are very open, there wasn't much of a communication. And I think that if I'd been given a few pointers early on, or if I'd felt that I could go to an adult, that I, I could have navigated things a bit better. Yep. So yeah, I'm totally open mm-hmm. about it. As I said, I've said on the podcast, by the time my kids are legal, this will be something that's been around for 15, 20 years. So yeah. it, it will be old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They won't know a time when cannabis was Once illegal. Yeah. Right. And you have this a different sense, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, so then for me, for my kids, I just have always hidden it. Uh, <laughs> we just don't talk about it. It's just not a thing. Um, they do know, though, that when mommy goes outside, when she comes back inside, she's in a way better mood. <laughs> so much more fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually just this week, I think it was on Tuesday, I had my sort of first conversation at the breakfast table with my kids because my daughter was saying how in school they learned how smoking is bad for your lungs. Right. And we, yes, there, there is some evidence that shows that, you know, kiddo. Um, and she goes, well, you shouldn't be smoking and daddy shouldn't be smoking. So then we started into well, actually, what mommy and daddy do is we consume plant medicine. And then we had a conversation about how there is medicine that you get from the pharmacy. And then there's plant medicines that include cannabis and mushrooms and all kinds of different edible plants that we can use to make ourselves healthier and better and, you know, more fun. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know? Aside um, coffee to that list right there, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, the three, three most addictive substances in the world are nicotine, caffeine, and sugar, right? There you go. That sugar's are, a bad one, man. <laughs> Everybody loves yeah. sugar. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we just sort of had a conversation about plant medicine and that these are not for kids um mm-hmm. we i've done something where i've made thc stickers which look like the ones that are on all the government packaging and i just made a sheet of stickers and i put that on anything in the house that has cannabis mm. and they just know that that symbol means it's not for kids that's cool mm-hmm. yeah nice. and we don't keep like alcohol that. in the house so but but really if i if i'm going to have a bottle of wine in my house or something i'll probably stick that same sticker on there yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so my oh. kids don't be like, oh, what's this? Because it's, it's actually probably more likely in my house that my kids would see a bottle of vodka in the fridge and think it's juice, mm-hmm. right? Because there is nothing on that label that yeah. warns mm-hmm. kids, like, you shouldn't drink this. And that's a sore spot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at least cannabis is trying to protect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
good point because a lot of those alcohol labels really are kid friendly looking things, you know, graphics, cartoons. Yeah, it's and crazy. Stuff like isn't it? Some of it, it really is. It, it takes yeah, the, the craft the, beers and stuff. They're oh, like they have such fun images on them. Mm-hmm. They, it uh-huh. looks like a, like a can of iced tea. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. they have that rule where they don't want cannabis to appeal to children, and it's like, have you seen the bottles of alcohol on this shelf right here? That's a great point. Yeah, I picked up my first. I went to an event last weekend. My children are jumping up and down upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to an event last week and I ended up bringing a bottle of wine and I purposely picked up Snoop Dogg's wine, right? His rose. Um, so, so 11 crimes event. or something, 12 crimes. Is that his one? That's it. Um, and I was like, how, is, how can his face be on this bottle, but we're not allowed to talk about how he owns Leafs by Snoop? Hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Why? L- Why? LBS, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. LBS, yeah. right. It's not Leafs by Snoop, it's LBS. Yes, yes. In fact, they can't call <laughs> no, Leafs by Snoop. They, they have to call LBS. But meanwhile, in the liquor store, they have his face on a bottle. And at one point, they had like an eight-foot-tall golden golden <laughs> statue of the man and i asked the, the manager of our liquor store i'm like can i have snoop to take into the hot box and they're like no you <laughs> may not have snoop <laughs> i wonder how many people have asked have, have asked him for that yeah, have a sign on it, it. <laughs> yeah you cannot have snoop do not ask <laughs> <laughs> right if you don't ask you you know that's the philosophy right. we live by man if you don't ask you don't get and that's why we've had so yeah. many crazy guests on the show because i'll message anybody yeah. and be like yo joe rogan are you busy this week would you like to join <laughs> us for an hour and i haven't had a reply yet but i will keep on asking <laughs> well, to do your intro that's impressive yeah yeah that's cool right we that's got lucky. Cool. <laughs> he's been on the show like five times Mm-hmm. No. Oh, well, one degree. Yeah, I was going to say one degree of Tommy Chong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you? I can sort you out these details if you want to try and get him on your show. For sure. Thank sure. you. Yeah. I appreciate that. We both appreciate that. No, always, always happy to have man. Yeah, he's he a good really guy. A lot of fun. Just make sure to to uh, respect his wife. How? how yeah, when she <laughs> says it's over, it's over. You know, yeah. the interview. It. <laughs> Okay. He's been in trouble a couple of times with his wife while he's been on the show. Yeah, we got him a little bit too high. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that, that time. <laughs> yeah, we, we played uh, yeah. <laughs> we played the in the pandemic times. He came on the show and we was going through a phase where we played uh, anytime anybody said COVID, we had to smoke. And then mm-hmm. we we had a conversation about COVID with Tommy Chong while this rule was on. <laughs> And then anytime he just said COVID, 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 it's like smoke, smoke. <laughs> he's like two or three joints in and he's like, I feel like I've got to lie down, man. <laughs> awesome. Good times. That's you. good that you smoke Tommy Chong to the table, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's cloud, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You need to have that in your and then his wife came in, remember yeah. that monkey? Was that oh, the same yeah, interview? Yeah. And his you wife have to drive this afternoon. You have to drive to... Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're not getting too high. You got to try. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Life. Yeah. A lot of respect for that woman. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. Cool. Oh. she seems cool. I'd like to get her on the show yeah. as well. That would be an interesting mm-hmm. interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from her point of view. From her point of view, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a great idea, man. Yeah, she, yeah she's a smoker too. That down, right? Note yeah. to self. Everybody. Note to self. <laughs> oh, where's she? Where's she going? She oh, grabbed, just closed the door. Sorry, yeah, I thought she was stopped. gonna go get the kids. No, Stop no. jumping up and down. <laughs> <It's wrong. laughs> the shoe down the hall. 
<laughs> See, that, that was we that's what so it was like. We're so excited in my life. to be part of this community and mm. to have found a community. When we first started, um, we had never used Instagram. We were in lockdown. We are two moms. We were just like, we're going to do this, and hopefully somebody listens. Yeah. And to be here a year and a half later. Uh, 50 episodes in four seasons about to, to start our fourth season is yep. we just feel so blessed yeah. yeah it's so awesome yeah yes yes and the community is so full of so many supportive people who want to help uplift others That's right and, yep and i just hope it stays that way yeah me too share the love there's a concern yeah. which uh, i was speaking to this about this with tg the other day as the taboo wears away and the stigma disappears is the community going to change are we going to have people who appreciate bongs for their artwork and the shape and you know what a bong is rather than just being able to take a quick toke out of it you know is, is that kind of that nostalgia which we all feel towards cannabis is that going to disappear because people don't really have um well, i suppose you got wine caves if you're one of them mm -hmm. american politicians remember that remember wine yep. caves <laughs> i do but it's not like there's a community of drinkers very much. I wonder, there'll be a small few stoners, but I don't think stoners will always be, you know, the stereotypical, I mean, not stereotypical. No, but we will always be like we are today. We will always be a certain part of the community. Yeah, there will be mm -hmm. the people who don't respect the old times, don't understand yeah. it. But we will always, the community will always be there. I feel this. I see, we appreciate it in a different way because we wasn't allowed to have it once. Uh -huh. But for, for those guys who have always been allowed to have it, you know, it's just going to be a normal thing to them, I think. There will yeah, definitely maybe. be an element of that. But, yeah. but I think you're going to see more people who are interested in the science of mm. cannabis come out. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to see more people who kind of go, oh, this is something that I enjoy doing. So now I want to try and do it myself and grow my own, which yeah. is yeah. something that, you know, most people like I never grew before, even as a homeowner during like when it was illegal, because I was so scared. Mm -hmm. I was just terrified of like the RCMP knocking down my door over a cannabis plant, right? Yeah. yeah. Which in retrospect, like when I think back on that mindset I had was ridiculous. Like I'm mm -hmm. not getting arrested over one cannabis plant, mm -hmm. but they instilled such a fear, right? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. I think we're just like we're seeing insane but well, insanely cool innovations come out of legalization people who sort of hung out in the corners doing their own thing are now saying hey you know what i could actually take this to the market and share it with the world mm -hmm. i mean there's a there's a, a bud tender that i know who has been taken on by a by a beverage company and has now created his own beverage yeah oh, cool. which, which is so cool and it like it just launched canada's first cannabis infused coffee yes which is very Whoa. cool yes yeah yeah sure, i don't really need to know about that yeah yeah <laughs> you know what in the in an odd way and i and i i'm always just trying to find a silver lining lining COVID has done amazing things for our community because there was a lot of people who were in jobs who were like i have this great idea yeah, yeah i wish i could do it and now you know mm -hmm. they're not working as a waitress or a waiter or in film or as a bud tender you're you're at home and they're like you know what fuck it i'm gonna try this new thing yep. and 
Uh, we've got a great guest coming up. Here's a spoiler alert who is doing home mushroom kits. Grow your own mushrooms. Oh, and he, so worked cool. in the, he worked in the film industry. He was really passionate about mushrooms. And then, you know, film dried up in Toronto. So he thought, you know, I'm going to try this thing out. It's called Nature Lion. It's a box, like a big shoe box. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you water Break it. And you're growing mushrooms at home. Lion's manes, mushrooms, oyster Sweet. mushrooms, pink oysters. Cubensis. Cubensis. Of course, you got to grow some psilocybin as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, Magic and, ones, yeah. that. and that like that is something that's that I suspect is going to happen in the next couple of years, right? That mm. Canada will legalize psilocybin mushrooms for recreational use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's already very much a part of our medical um, space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so it, it'll and become a framework, right? yeah. framework for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So once we once we get the things fixed in the cannabis industry i hope psilocybin follows suit i think natural yeah. right but there's you know high and home growing and high ladies podcast and this uh, nature lines and so many people we've met who were sort of released from the day-to-day -day grind mm -hmm. to be forced yeah. to sit at home and go you know what i'm, I'm gonna I'm stuck here. I got nothing to do. Let me see if I can follow my passion. Yeah. Well, what's the worst that can happen? I lose my job. Like, oh, wait, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. right. Oh, I'll just be stuck at home. Oh, wait, I already did. Mm -hmm. like, so there's a silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> going through COVID didn't feel good. Now that we're sort of coming out, what feels like the other side, mm -hmm. I, I look back and I go, as a human, I grew a lot. Yeah. Mm. Like, and opportunities that you wouldn't have pursued beforehand, because I, I wouldn't have felt time in my day to day grind to pursue something like high ladies. Nope. Mm -hmm. um, but like Amanda said, you're, you're nothing else to fucking do. We might as well. Like, yeah, talking to Jump the in. walls. Yeah. So it, it's, it's really, really wonderful. Yeah. It's crazy. And it like two years ago, you, you, if you could tell yourself, I'd be on this podcast interviewing these people. Doing this, being there, you'd be like, nah, that's, that's a crazy. Crazy. Be getting recognized at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. No. I get it on the phone calls. Any, it's your voice. It's my voice. I, I have a very distinctive voice, and people catch it all the time. <laughs> You're going to be signing autographs soon. So you know, ready. That, will for, that, will that will feel wrong. For Monkey and myself, it's like we just hope nobody recognizes that voice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be as invisible as possible. Uh, go, go to the grow shop and somebody's like, are you Mackie? Like, no. What, what is so, a Mackie, bro? I don't know what you mean. Mackie who? who? Mackie what? <laughs> I have yet to be recognized, but yeah. Oh, sorry, you will be, you will be, you I will hope be. so. But you know what keeps me really going? I'm sure it's the same for you too, and everybody in the Hiram Homegrown podcast is just the feedback I get from people, like the emails. Somebody sent me a card in the mail the other day, just being like, I've gotten so much value out of what you're doing, and you're yeah, helping me make edibles. And mm -hmm. that is what I love because yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not just yeah. talking into the void. Somebody out there is actually listening, and that feedback just keeps me going every week. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Yeah. I was totally going to say that, Marge. We 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 literally work in a closet. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. In a closet. It's like, is is it just us talking back and forth? And is anybody is there anybody out there? Right. Is there anybody <laughs> out there? And and we've gotten actually several people reach out to us this week, 
and it, the greatest thing is when you don't know them. Yes. So we're mm-hmm. like, we love the podcast and I've been listening. And there's was one woman who sent us like eight stories on Instagram, how she's like trying to get through everything. So she's on time to start the fourth season. And we don't Sweet. know this woman, but she's saying how much it's helped her and how, the, and, it, and that is everything, yeah. isn't it? Right. It's, mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. We, yeah. Get, we get it so much on our show. It's crazy. Like, okay. I can do this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It keeps you going for sure. Yeah, it, it does keep you going because, you know, some days are hard and you're like, I don't think I can be asked to do this today. And it's like all them people that take the yeah. time out to come and listen to the shit that you create. You have to yeah. go and do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's like we're privileged to be in the position that we're in to have people who want to listen to us chat shit. <laughs> yeah. That's all we do. Yeah. You know, yeah. We just record it, edit it a bit, send it out. People like and sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes you can get maybe hung up a little bit too much on your your numbers, like your stats and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I've always heard, just imagine, say you have like two thousand people downloading your podcast or whatever the number might be. Imagine them all in the same room with you <laughs> as you're talking, and suddenly mm-hmm. you're like, "Holy shit, two thousand people, yeah. or five thousand, yeah. or, or one hundred, whatever!" Like uh-huh. that's pretty and pretty incredible. And, and taking that time mm-hmm. to act listen like that's a huge thing yes. it's not a, a, a 30 second tiktok it's not mm-hmm. right it, it's an active thing to listen to a podcast yep. so somebody has to actively want to be there which i find you know god bless our listeners <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> i think right. about our voices out there floating all over the yeah. world i'm like oh yeah. god <laughs> sometimes i'll get a text message or send a text message that says like uh as of right now, we have spoken on this podcast for 187 hours. Can you imagine? <laughs> Who wants to listen to us talk for 100 hours? Yeah. Wow. Well, somebody does, and we really appreciate and them. Every mm-hmm. single one of them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we hope to get bigger and better and go to some cannabis uh, events, events this, year. this year. And now that things are the world is opening up mm-hmm. to actually be able to properly promote and mm. uh, making connections uh, like yourselves. It's really, you know, this is what is going to propel cannabis into what it can be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you have Beautiful. any cannabis events that you're planning on going to? Uh, we've got, we're doing Upcoming. listing for next month. Okay. And I signed gonna, up for that too. So I'll be there. Yeah. I think we're yes. going to go just as um, participants as opposed to, in any type of other role. And then we are, I think we're still speaking at that event in June in yeah. the London area. It's an event in oh, June. Nice. We've yeah. been asked to speak on a panel. So yeah, yeah, very exciting. <laughs> it's cool, yeah, right? I'll have, it's to, cool. I'll have to try cool. and find you guys in Toronto when I'm there. Oh, Hopefully yeah, we'll you know be what? able to cross paths. We'll try and figure something out because there's yeah, a lot of yeah. people that we're Insta friends with or have been on their podcast or vice versa. And we've never actually met them, met them. in the flesh. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> no swagged out i think though yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta represent yeah sure man so do you, do you do a live show is it just all recorded and then edited and sent out for download yep we so we record previous uh but a few you few days before yeah ish and then matt uploads it oh you listen to it Annie's good. She always listens to it before we upload it. I listen mm-hmm. to it because Amanda always fucking drops a pen mid-show. Always. So I've got to figure <laughs> out where to edit out the pen drop. But that's yeah. about all the editing we do. Um, very, very lightly edited, just things like that. Or when I have a coughing fit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then it's up for the world to see whenever they want to to or to listen to, to listen to. Yeah, and we don't do it visual, um, just because like when we started, we didn't have that capacity. Yeah, and now we realize we look like sisters. It's kind of creepy. Kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> and we're both kind of sketchy in front of cameras, so I I feel like it just being a a, a voice like- and not a visual thing. It's kind of like being at our kitchen table while we're having a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're kind of listening in on the conversation. Yeah. yeah. You're at the next booth over listening in. Right. You're like, I kind of wish I'd be was in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's exactly That's why I like podcasting too, though, because there mm-hmm. is no video component for me either. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about my makeup or camera angles or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we try to do our show as well. We like to think of it as if uh, people are in a dispensary just sitting at the table. And, yeah, yeah, and when, like it, we're sitting at the table, and me, Monkey, Marjorie, sitting around the table, and you guys walk into the dispensary, like, yo, Amanda, Annie, come sit with us, come chill, let's talk about some shit. And then we yeah. talk about some shit. That's what we do. Yeah. It keeps it natural. Yep. As natural as it can be when we're thousands of miles apart from each other. but i mean again like isn't it amazing that we have these technologies that uh, Mm -hmm. we could be hooking up in the uk mexico canada and that we can all actually feel like a a, a community that's together when Mm -hmm. we are you know different time zones different different worlds really yeah um an incident like this as well we don't have to wait any seconds in between sentences or anything it's crazy it's crazy yeah we just sound like boomers now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we do. Back in my day, <laughs> we used to, to be stay up on the envelope and wait for the pigeon to fly and take you across the water. <laughs> if I don't dial up, you know, and then my sister would be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did all those things, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember deliberately picking up the phone just to cut my sister off of the internet. Damn. And some people just will have, you know, some other listeners will have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah. crazy. It's good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Member. Yeah. Member. <laughs> so where can our listeners go and find you? Uh, you're on all of the social networks and uh, podcast networks, I assume. Yeah, so the podcast, we're on the Spotify, the Apple Pod. All If you can find a podcast platform that we're not on, I challenge you to find one. Yeah. Or just Google Hi Ladies. It's so exciting. We're the entire first page of Google, so you can't miss us as far as finding a place to listen. <laughs> yep. As far as social media, we only have Instagram. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. We decided to just put all our eggs in that basket. It's, you know, after figuring out Instagram and getting through the sea of women smoking bongs in their underwear. On their bed. I'm like, this is a fire <laughs> Doesn't safety, everybody fire does it, hazard. right? And no I, I do that, but is that not what you do? No. Women do not smoke bongs in bed in their panties. No. It's not a thing. It's never been a thing. It will never be a, be a thing. thing. Exactly. So when we have oh, a community, are I'm shattered. Really... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry monkey. monkey. Are you in your panties there, monkey? Um, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but we managed to find our community and you know the amazing people out there. Instagram has been a great 
tool for us. Yeah. We have over 8,000 followers, a lot of whom are very active. Yes. And so that's how we've, what we've used to sort of spread the word and mm -hmm. find our community. Very cool. So yeah. Uh, and yeah, so you can email us, highladiespodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, we are at highladiespodcast. To listen to the podcast, just Google us and you will find High Ladies Podcasts everywhere. Sweet. Nice. Do you have a YouTube channel? Nope. No. Nope. No. We said we're going strictly on the podcast platforms. Keeping it They're simple. Purists. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we're on everything. You know, I'm a little bit promiscuous like that. It's like we're on all the social networks. We're on, we're on everything. Will you help me? I'll take you too. <laughs> See the earth and let it grow. Well, we hope to grow, 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 but this is, you know, really great for us right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being able to focus and concentrate in those two areas uh, is great. Yeah. And every listen we get is a gift. Mm -hmm. is, and mm -hmm. We'll definitely share. I've been listening to your podcast. Uh, you know, we have a lot to learn and yep. you've got some great guests. So uh, it's really nice that we can work together. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. for sure. Very nice. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there, there needs to be more ladies doing this. You know, there isn't enough. Before, for a long time, it was just uh, five guys on this show. Uh -huh. And we was like, this is just like, there's no female perspective. No, so we go like, so, yeah, hey, Marge. You remember when we had that lady Marge on the show and she had that yeah. podcast? That bike, she was cool, man. She was very professional. I think she'd like to be on the show. And then, pow. Yeah. Yeah, made it happen. I said yes, though. Here I am. Yeah. And he's definitely lucky? improved it. Yeah, very, yeah. very. She's the most professional person on the panel. No offense, That's monkey. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that, Maggie. Uh, I'm proud it's... to hear that Mackie and uh, and monkey there that you guys came to that conclusion on your own. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, there's a missing gap in our conversation, mm -hmm. and it could be filled by by a female. Yeah. yeah, because that is the perspective that's missing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for nice. sure. So that's that. good on you. We yeah. found a good one. We found a yeah. good one. And actually all the guys <laughs> on the High Home Girl podcast have been amazing too. So I'm, I feel very fortunate that we all found each other. Apart from Mackie, because he's a fascist. <laughs> Marge is very kind. She, you know, she yeah. gives us slack from time to time, you know, when we mess up. Yeah, somebody's got to keep you in tow. Keep you in line. Yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. It's good shit, man. We enjoy doing this podcast thing. It's more fun than people realize. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even, even though sure. it is work, obviously. There, there's lots of work to be done, but it's lots of fun. And you never know where it goes. Yeah, That's like, it, yeah. I'd recommend any of our listeners out there to start a podcast if they felt like that was something they'd enjoy doing. That would be... You know what? We fun. have a listener who reached out to us today who told me that she quit her job, became a, 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 a butt tender, and just launched her... is launching her first podcast episode on Sunday... All inspired by High Ladies Podcast. Wow. You terrible yeah. people. You are bad influences. That's like, shocking. I'm sorry you missed your whole life and put it into something where you can't make money. You know, that's your fault. That's your fault. That's on you. Sorry. She becomes a gajillionaire. I hope she remembers mm -hmm. that. Yeah. The, right. you know. And shout out to that lady. She's listened to this podcast as well. Well done. Yeah. you got to take them steps yeah. sometimes. You know, yeah. Chase something yeah. you enjoy. That's the way it has to be. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. You get kicked get things that you don't try for and like you said you can just ask 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 and for every 10 no's you get one yes and exactly that's the road to exactly. go down to and, and that's how you get tommy chong on the show Fuck yeah, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> no thank you again yes. for having us on marge monkey mackie 
so much fun. Uh, yeah, so th- much thank fun. you for joining us. You know, we appreciate it. Female perspective. Oh yeah, give us a show. That's good. Yeah. Good Great. point, actually. Uh, but anytime you can just come and join us again and talk about I don't know women's stuff because me and Monkey don't know much about that really. That's- Oh, you should listen well, to our Valentine's episode. Well, we weren't married, but yeah, we don't. Sorry. A clitoral atrophy? What? Oh, you don't want to know. You okay. don't want to know. This sounds that. complex now. That's like, that's yeah, we got to go to the podcast, Mackie. We got to go download that one. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Awesome, man. Well, we'll be in touch. I'll speak to you on Instagram anyway, because I'll send you some email information. For fabulous, Tommy fabulous. Chung. and I'm super looking forward to season four as well. I'll be listening. What's, what's season four going to be about? Innovation, innovation, innovation that's right. Innovation. Yeah. Stoner. Yeah. 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 We're coming out for 420. We're it's the 19th that it comes out yeah. on, on 420 Eve, and so we're ready to 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 do it. Yeah, yep, yeah. We actually have the entire episode uh, season, season planned. We've never got into a season where we'd actually planned. Yes. So that feels good. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> right. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, right, it's well, been a yeah, been a pleasure, uh, Amanda yes. and Annie. It's been a pleasure. We'll speak again sometime soon. Thank if you, you like. So much. No pressure. <laughs> All right. Cool. Everybody say goodbye. Say yep. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Yeah. This is where we wave at the camera. That yeah, we there. wave. Yeah. We, there's no camera here, but <laughs> we wave anyway. <laughs> These guys got a dance going and everything. What? We need to dance. Yeah. <laughs> All right, record TikTok. There you go. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, happy Sweet. Easter. Say hi. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Take care. there you go everybody that was the interview with the high ladies annie and amanda from the high ladies podcast so go and check out their show if you haven't done that already or if you already do listen to their show and you listen to high and homegrown for the first time then check out more of our shows we've had lots of interviews in the past with loads of cool people like dr bonnie goldstein tommy chong jorge cervantes ed rosenthal dana larson steve d'angelo there's a huge list of lots of people that we've interviewed in the past also we do cannabis news every monday and we do grow guides every friday so three episodes a week you can download so i hope you enjoyed this interview uh don't forget to head over to our youtube channel youtube.com slash high and homegrown subscribe and ring the notifications bell so you get to listen to all of the shows that we put out every week and also if you are a grower that you'd like to share your growing experience with other growers then head over to percysgrowroom.com which is our cannabis growers forum you can learn how to grow there or you can help other people learn to grow from your experience so everybody's welcome it's a real nice place and we'd like to see you over there if you're a member already but for now that's it that's the interview thanks again to annie and amanda for coming to join us it's been a pleasure speaking to you and if you haven't listened to the high ladies podcast before make sure you go check them out on all the major podcast networks it's been a pleasure everybody stay high stay safe enjoy your week and we'll see you on friday for the girl guides nice goodbye